Hello and welcome. You've tuned into the School of Ministry podcast. Paul is your Bible teacher today. He has years of experience as a pastor, seminary instructor, and more. Later, you will be given information how to reach us. If you have questions you would like addressed, let us know. Maybe you have a need in your life and want to know how the Bible gives answers that apply to us today. Feel free to contact us. Now enjoy the lesson. So what is necessary? What kind of attitude are we to have when we face trials? We are to have a joyous attitude. Isn't that what we've been looking at? We're studying how to have a joyous attitude when trials come. It comes by an understanding mind, a submissive will, a believing heart, a humble spirit. Those are not possessions that you can buy. They are the possessions that God gives. And He gives it through the trials. And look at verse 12. Here's this point that brings up all of this first portion that James is talking about. How to have joy in trials. Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Here's the blessing of endurance in verse 12. Blessed is the man who endures temptation. It's come full circle. Do you see that? We're come right back to where we started in these verses. For if we're going to count it all joy when we fall into various trials, and we're going to pick up from this verse again next week, God willing, and go in through when we're tempted and the various temptations. But when we fall into trials, and they are going to come, we see that the Greek here is makaros, and it carries that idea, the blessedness, of trials that's coming. The blessedness of the whole conclusion of the thought is a series that, that as he began here, that come out of a trial now recognize what God has done through it. That causes us to have joy. That understanding begins the true joy or happiness. Do we get this idea? Can we understand what he's saying? He's bringing us the word blessed here is the same word that Jesus used on the Sermon on the Mount. You remember in Matthew chapter 5, verses 3 through 11, is something that we call of the Beatitudes. And in that, and maybe we should think of it like this, be attitude. Our attitude ought to be what? And so our attitude as we're going into a trial, our attitude as we're going into the various things, ought to be that which says, we have joy. Here it's blessed. It's happy. Be happy when you're going into a trial. Well, that's a very difficult thing to do. It's hard to recognize when you're going into such difficult times to say, I'm glad, I'm happy at that. But that's why Jesus in Matthew 5 talked about those beatitudes that we could be happy the poor in spirit, because it means that we're fortunate, even blissful. So we see our trials now in a new way. We recognize that God loves us enough, that God is watching over you enough 
So he is concerned with your growth. He's concerned with your happiness. That's what he's saying here. The blessed is the man who endures temptation. You can be happy. You can be blissful. You may not like the situation that you're going through, but you recognize that God loves you and He is in control and He is doing everything. And so this lasting happiness grows our faith. It grows our trust in God. So now when you enter into another trial, when other problems come, in the future we face it with joy because we know who God is. Because we know the character of God. We know our Lord and Savior that He went to a cruel cross so that we could have eternal life. He gave up and He endured the cross for the joy that was set before Him because He recognized what was coming. You see, that's what we've got to do when trials come. And I believe we're going to have more trials in this world. Now this is just my idea, her theology. <laughs> Don't go out and sell your house on this. But I think we're headed for more and more trials in, us, in our land. I think our world is set up for more problems. And even if everything is great for the next years, even if our world is wonderful for the next several years, you will have trials. You are going to have troubles. And if I do not help you to grow, then I have been negligent in my duty because I want you to see the Word of God because God loves you so much and He cares for you that when those problems come, and I do think that our world is headed down <laughs> headlong, it's not good in my view. But it is good in what God is doing. We can count it joy. We can see the mess that our world is in, that our nation is in, our state or whatever. And we can count it joy because we know God is doing great things. That's why I wanted to tell you that we've got listeners around the world. People watching because the gospel is being heard. And we know that our world is going farther and farther away from God. And if we think we just have to be a little better than the world, then watch out. Because God will bring you trials and He will bring you those things that will cause you to not trust this world. But that will lift you and recognize that Jesus Christ is our example and we need to be growing closer to Him. You can enter into joy. You can count it all joy when trials come because God is in control. The troubles, the heartaches, the pains, all of those things... All of the troubles that this world has coming, it brings us right back to the first test. The first test of living faith is the test of trials. And if you are a child of God, you're going to hold on tighter to our Lord and Savior. You're going to be drawn closer to Him. And we need to look at our life and see where God is working. And it's so very important that as we go through these trials, the Lord is stripping us of our world dependencies. And He is drawing us unto Himself. And is showing us the character of our faith. And He is perfecting our Christ-likeness. There's one ancient writer that put it and gave this beautiful thought. And I'll close out with this. Sufferings are but little chips off the cross of Christ. Sufferings are but as little chips off the cross of Christ. He who suffered so much for us. And we have the privilege of suffering in a small way on behalf of Him. Amazing. Count it all joy. 
It's so difficult when you're going through a trial to be able to count it joy. It's so difficult when you're going right through the pain and the heartache to recognize and see God is carrying you. He's holding you. He loves you. He is bringing about in you what He wants. Maybe you don't know Christ as Lord and Savior. And those trials are now, those problems now make you say, where is the help? Where are the answers? It's not in this world. It's not in our government. It's not in science. It's not in education. It's in none of the things that this world has. It's in God alone. That's what will meet your need. That's what that young man that killed himself did not understand. As far as I know, he died without Christ. He had all of this world's goods right at his feet. And yet there was a void. How many that are watching or listening today feel that real void. Or maybe you're a child of God and, and you just love this world and love the possessions and love all the stuff just a little too much and God's trying to knock it off, trying to chip it away from us so that we use as good stewards the things that we have to His glory. That He's given you things and He's put them in your hands so that you can use it to give Him honor and glory. Maybe we need to just recognize that we're, we're poor. Rich, poor, we're headed to the same, the same death. Where will you be in death? Will you be alive in Christ? Do you have the great riches? Do you have the bread of life, the water of, or the, water of the Word? Are you looking forward to a, an eternal home with Him in heaven? What are you looking for? You're here without Christ. You're bound to an eternal devil's hell. My sacrifice. To miss out on all this world that's just passing away and then to die and spend eternity apart from God. My sacrifice. Don't do that. Let us show you from the pages of the Bible, God's Word, that you can have eternal life. And child of God, let me tell you that God loves you and He's in control and He is doing the very best for you so that you can have eternal life. Great riches so that you might say like Peter that I count it all joy, that it is joy unspeakable and full of glory. That in the midst of the trial, it's, can't explain what joy because you see God's hand. Whatever your need might be, we just invite you to come. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the message. If you want to hear Paul in person and are in the Stockton, California area, we invite you to join us at Landmark Missionary Baptist Church, 301 East Alpine Avenue. That's near the University of the Pacific. He brings the Bible message every Sunday at 11 a.m. and other times as listed. We trust you've been encouraged, challenged, or generally built up spiritually. If this lesson has sparked questions on this or other topics, please see our contact information in the description or email us at sclofministry@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you.